kids. Okay, these red items are now. That is a name that um, Keanu Reeves saw on set. This is like, I love it. <laughs> you know, it, it kind of works. It's awesome about the tour is people like you. Good. I love the applause. That's cool. <laughs> there we go. Thank Hi, Joy. Everybody, welcome. We are so excited. This is... Are you ready to get the show on the road? Let's go. Hello, are you interested in reverse aging? What about blocking unwanted fats? Y'all, these are the products you've got to try. I have been using the Infinity Oil on my face daily for about three months now, and I can't tell you how many people tell me I look like I'm aging in reverse. I don't know what to tell them other than this is what I'm using on my face. I'm also using the Infinity Boost capsules every single day, and I'm watching fat just drop off me like I've never seen in my life. You've got to check these products out. This is the highest, best quality antioxidant available. Three-in-one health solutions, timeless skincare, block bad body fat, and the best antioxidant, all made from muscadine grape. You will love these products. This is an antioxidant like no other. The muscadine seed is higher than all other berries available. Check them out now. Order yourself a timeless box. I like to call it the Esther's Timeless Pack. Go to b4a.myinfinity.com now. You are going to love these products. And then send us a note and let me know how they are impacting your life. God bless y'all. And I'll see you next time. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Beauty for Ashes. So happy to see you here today. We are continuing into this Hollywood Decode series that I just love. This is one of my most fun and exciting series that I do. And I've got a great friend and guest on today who is a pastor, but grew up in Hollywood and has a whole different perspective of things. He was a child actor. He's He knows a lot of the big stars and we're gonna dive into that. We're gonna hear a little bit more about his backstory. Um, he's been on the show before. So if you are new to him, make sure you go back and find the original episode because he shares some really intensive stuff about his testimony, how he came from Hollywood into being a pastor, how he was stabbed nine times and was almost killed and the Lord saved him miraculously and um, how that just changed the trajectory of his life. So we are excited to welcome back Todd Coconato into the studio today. We're going to get the uh, studio audience ready. All right. Are y'all ready? Let's go. There we go. I've I've like the best studio audience there is in uh, podcast land. That's what I like to say. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I'm so blessed to be back here, and I, I'm just I've been anticipating what the Lord's going to do today. I know He's going to do something very special. Well, I'm so glad to have you back. And I know last time we were able to hear so much of your amazing testimony and what God's done, and my gosh, all that you've been through. But I was so excited to be like, wait, can we like rewind and like dive into Hollywood? I want to hear yeah. about all of that and what you did. So like, let's just focus on that a little bit. Like okay. remind us, how old were you? How did you get involved even in Hollywood to begin with? Well, that's the whole crazy thing about this. I was born in Cincinnati, Ohio at about eight years old. We moved out to Los Angeles. And I mean, there's so many things that had to happen for this to work out. Like my mom, she knew nothing about the industry. Somehow she finds this amazing uh, agent and manager, which it's all about the agent and manager. You know that in Hollywood, it's such a big yeah. deal. And so we landed with Gene Page Management, which is like one of the best child managers out there. And so 
uh, you know, I, here, here I am, this little Midwest kid that all of a sudden I got this great agent and manager. You got to get these pictures. You got to do, you know, they just told us everything that we needed to do. Yeah. And before I know it, I'm on the sets of all these, uh, you know, shows that are filming at that time. And so it was really the Lord's favor, first of all, even getting in, because I knew a lot of people that were trying to break into the industry that weren't able to do it. So for some reason, God wanted me there and he wanted me to see what was going on. And the crazy thing about this is for many years after I got stabbed nine times and, you know, became a pastor and the whole thing, I didn't even talk about Hollywood for a long time. It was kind of like my little hidden secret that no one knew. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the Lord starts resurrecting this. And so I really feel like he kept that part hidden for this time. And I really believe it's because so many people are waking up to so many things now. And God strategically has placed certain people like yourself you know, in the industry so that we can understand the many layers of mind control and, you know, um, all this stuff that they're trying to condition our culture and, and the plumb line, the government and to the deep state and how it's all connected. And Hollywood is like the messaging arm, you know, totally. and for some reason, people, they listen to these actors that get paid millions of dollars that really have kind of sold their, their souls and are basically bought and paid for. But for whatever reason, a lot of people that have their heads buried just listen to these people, you know, so it's a very effective strategy. And what I believe God is doing in this time is he's really uh, dismantling this whole thing so that people can see it. It's kind of like the Wizard of Oz, you know, the curtains being you know, lifted and all of a sudden many people are starting to see it, but there's still many that aren't. So I believe that's why broadcasts like this are very important for us to you know, wake up those that may be on the fence or maybe like, that can't be happening. How can that be happening? It is happening. And so God is bringing firsthand witnesses that are credible witnesses to come forward and say, yes, this is what's going on. And then we break it down so that you can see the whole thing, you know? That's so good. You touched on so many things. One of one of like my my elevator speech, if you will, for this Hollywood decode is that we're peeling the lid off yep. of how de the devil has used Hollywood as his mouthpiece. Because that's, right. that's all basically that he's been doing. And and again, I say this on every show. We don't hate Hollywood. We don't oh. hate entertainment. My gosh, it's what I do. It's what I want to do. Yeah. Entertainment and creativity is from God. He, right. he is the creator of all things. He's the reason we are even allowed to create and be creative and have this ability to come up with amazing ideas and stuff. But like every mountain of, of influence, the devil knew that this was a huge one. Because like you said, if you can give people enough money, they'll say about whatever you, you tell them to say. And so, hey, let's put all these beautiful people and, and put them out in on a screen and then we'll tell them what to say and uh, give them enough money and then we can spread our message. So how old were you when you, you were about eight, nine when you first, like when yeah, you first I was about eight or yeah, eight or nine. I'd be pretty much eight years old. And then, you know, started really getting into it. Nine, 10, 11, 12, you know, really started getting into it. Um, you know, what I were some on, of the shows that you were on? Yeah. So I was on like 30 something Jake and the fat man. Who's the boss? Um, you know, some uh, principal roles in certain commercials did a lot of guest appearances, you know, a lot of guest appearances. And I was around people like Alyssa Milano and, you know, Tony Danza and, you know, all these different people at that time that were kind of big, you know, Corey Feldman, uh, you know, I was around these people. Uh, in fact, I remember going to Corey's house and, you know, he had a party there and I was at his house at a party. I mean, you know, we, we saw Emmanuel Lewis. I mean, this was the era that it was, you know, so, um, you know, actually Kirk Cameron, who I've later become friends with later on in life. So we kind of were on both sides of it together. 
Um, you know, but just some cool stuff that's happened over the years where some of these people have gotten out and gotten redeemed and Lord's done some powerful things. Candace, his sister, uh, you know, but, yeah. but a lot of people did it though. I mentioned Corey Feldman. I mean, this is a guy who's been absolutely tormented, uh, Macaulay Calkin. I mean, some of these people that have just gone through absolute, you know, hell and back in their Hollywood experience. And I, you know, I saw all this, I mean, but what I really saw was the Disney machine. And that to me, I think God strategically put me there. I dated a Disney actress. I was, you know, actually two, um, you know, and so I saw like their firsthand, how they had the handlers and, you know, different influences and, and things that were happening. And so it was very uh, eye opening for me to see that because, you know, picture this, a young person that's kind of fallen in love. And then, and it's like, not, you're not just dealing with the person you're dealing with like their, their management structure too, in the relationship. It's really weird. Um, but you know, that's how much influence uh, these people have over their lives. You know, like, mm -hmm. Hey, you can't date that person or, you know, you need to get out, you know, it's like total control, you know? And so they would say that they would tell them you can't date this one or that one. Because I, mean, of I think what they would say is like, you need to be focused on your career and you can't be in a relationship right now kind of thing, you know, yeah. or this is kind of becoming distracting, but especially if they see there's an influence of Christianity involved, they, they're going to pull you right away. You know, my mom uh, at this time had become a Christian and she's a very strong Christian. And so, you know, we, we were already believers, baby believers, but believers. And so that was an interesting thing at that time. I think it protected us, but it wasn't enough of a threat because we were still new and influenced, you know, by other things. We didn't really know what was what. So I think, you know, that's why they weren't so threatened by us. But as we became more astute in our faith, you know, it became a real divider, you know. Wow, that's incredible. So like give like, yeah, so give some more examples so people can actually really know. So so one of them would be these girls had handlers, had their management team, were their families, were their parents involved, were the parents yeah. also yeah. saying these things or was it just they kind of were now under this management and that was who ran their lives? That That's pretty much the way it is, is they're, they're under the management, you know, like I know, uh, you know, and I'm speaking in general, like this is from different stories of different people. So this isn't like just one person's story, but you know, I right. saw it from a bunch of friends and different things, but you know, a commonality would be like, I remember like they tell the parents, like, you can't go into this meeting. I mean, we're talking about like a seven or eight year old, you know, girl or 10 year old girl going into a meeting by herself without her parents, you know, like it's weird, you know, wow. and it's like, you know, the parents would just be okay with it. I'm sure they kind of felt a little bit weird, but you know, like, Oh, don't worry about it. We just want to talk to her for a few minutes or, you know, and it's like, well, why can't the parent be there? You know, like, it's just, what, what are you going to say that, you know, I mean, I can think now as a father, like what in the world? Like, I wouldn't want my little daughter, you know, going in a room with some man, especially when you see all the Harvey Weinstein stuff and, you know, all this stuff that's come out. Like, really, you want to go in the room alone with these people? But this is the kind of thing that would happen. And so what I think it was, was the parent, not that they're bad parents, but I think what happened was they just were like, oh, I want my daughter to be successful. I don't want there to be any roadblocks in her career. I don't want to be, you know, like if they're saying I can't go in there, I can't go in there. No big deal. You know, so a lot of stuff like that, you know, like there was a lot of stuff where like, you know, there was a, an early sexualization of these young people in these rooms, um, you know, just weird stuff that looking back, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that was happening. Like a lot of perversion, a lot mm -hmm. of sexualization, little things that are said that, you know, are very sexual. And, and these are to young kids. And wow. so it's almost like a grooming and, and exposing. And so even if they're innocent, like, you know, I'll give an example, like a Miley Cyrus, you know, even if like Hannah Montana is innocent on the camera, that sexualization 
has already begun, you know, even in the early stages, you know? So by the yeah. time that she's ready to come out and do like twerking and, you know, all this, when they do this, like all of a sudden it's like a shift from like innocent to extremely sexual, you know, and all these fans that like love Miley Cyrus, they just follow her right there. So like, oh, okay, this is the way it is now, you know? So all of a sudden these thousands, millions of young people that have followed this actress, you know, and here she's so innocent and all of a sudden overnight she's twerking on an MTV, you know, uh, award show, you know, they all follow her, you know? So that to them is like, oh, that's what's cool. That's what we should be doing. And, you know, I've sat with some of the dads of some of these big celebrities, you know, we had coffee, uh, you know, the parents, I know a lot of the parents, you know, from over the years. And so, you know, I remember sitting one of the most, you know, well-known actresses in Hollywood, you know, her dad, who's also well-known and we were sitting down and he was just like, Todd, I, I regret so much, you know, even bringing my daughter into this. I mean, I just, you know, I, I wish if there's anything I could do, you know, to go back, I would never have, you know, exposed her to all this, you know, but now it's too late, you know? And so, you know, sitting there and seeing this father who's also been in the industry wow. uh, say certain things like this, it's like, wow, you know? So um, there's just, it, it's, it really causes them to grow up really quick. And like I said, they're exposed to things that a young child should not be exposed to. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not even talking about the parties, the nightclubs. I mean, I was going to nightclubs at like 18 or, young, you know, maybe even younger, like around that age, I shouldn't have been allowed in, but because I was with other celebrities, you know, they would kind of look the other way and let us in, you know? So here we are partying at a 21 and older, drinking alcohol, partying wow. with design, designer drugs. And I'm not even of age, you know, but because you're someone or you're with someone or whatever, you know, they, they let you in there and, there's really no oversight. You know what I'm saying? So this is all yeah. part of the lifestyle, you know? And it's almost like, like you said, they kind of look the other way, you know, and that's where you step back and go, there's an ulterior motive. There's, there's something else at play here that allows just humanity, you know, just literally our own moral humanity to be able to go, I know these kids are not old enough. I know the law. I know the, the way that the world is but I'm told I have to let it go. And so I'm going to turn the other way. I mean, that's a lot of depravity right there for an individual, like someone at a, at a club seeing kids come up knowing eh, they probably shouldn't be in here, but I have to let them in. Yeah. And you know, the other part about Hollywood too, is like, they're very, um, you know, it, it's, you're not supposed to talk about this stuff. You know, if you do, it's very frowned upon. And those that have, you know, <laughs> I mean, we've seen so all many. kinds of things happen, you know? So, I mean, this is like a very, you know, this is an area that they don't want us to know. They don't want the general public to know what's going on, you know, behind the closed doors, because this is a big thing and it's connected to many other big things, if, if you know what I mean. I mean, it's not yeah. just like one, you're unraveling a whole network and a whole web. And it's a very, I mean, if you want to go down that rabbit hole, like you're going to be going down it for years. Like it doesn't stop because- See, what most people do is they just don't want to know because they figure, you know, ignorance is bliss. So, like, if I just don't think about it and don't know about it, like, it's going to not bother me, you know. But see, the thing is, is it is affecting all of our lives, whether we want to believe it or not. You know, I, as a pastor, as an evangelist, I've traveled around the world and, you know, I'll be in like some third world country and they'll know all of our shows and they'll be wearing yes. our T-shirts of our rappers and our, you know, if we think that American culture doesn't disseminate throughout the world, we're ignorant. I mean, it does. And so what happens from Hollywood is not just affecting the United States. It's affecting the entirety of the Western world and even the Asian world. I mean, it's all around the world, Africa. I mean, everywhere, you know? So this is why it's such a powerful stronghold. The Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, 
but against strongholds and principalities. And I will tell you, many, many Christians would come into Hollywood and they'd say, I'm going to start a Hollywood ministry, you know, and it's like, you better be called of God if you're coming into Hollywood because you will get eaten alive. I've seen so many people come in and go out with their tails between their legs. And I, I don't say that to discourage people, but it's a very difficult area spiritually. And so you have to really be prayed up and you have to be called there because it's, an, it's, it's one of the biggest battles in our world. If I were to think, you know, Satan is not omnipresent. You know, he's not everywhere at once. If I were Satan, which I'm not, thank God. But if I were, uh, I'd probably be hanging out in Israel or Hollywood. Because yeah. these are the two centers that really, if you think about it, you know, is such an important part of our world, what's happening from a spiritual dynamic. So Hollywood is like right up there at the top. So if, if people, you know, are trying to figure out why is there so much warfare, you know, if, if you start studying Hollywood, you go down that rabbit hole and you start, you know, having warfare and people coming against you. Also, if you're wondering why, because it's a huge battlefield in the spirit. And so if Christians would understand this and then come to the uh, spiritual level of, of pulling down the strongholds and praying and fasting and exposing this and not just deeming it conspiracy, then I believe we'll be able to take back the territory because there are people like yourself, like me, others that are called to Hollywood, that have a heart for Hollywood, that are praying and interceding for Hollywood. And I've seen things happening and strongholds coming down. I mean, they just, uh, there was a Babylon court right there on Highland in Hollywood. And interesting, they just repurposed it. And, and like, you know, all of a sudden it's not like the ancient depiction of the Babylon court. So something shifted, you know, and that's wow. a pretty big deal. Uh, you know, I remember there was a time I went and actually, you know, in my ignorance as a younger believer, when this thing first went up, I went over there and laid hands on it, and prayed. I got so sick that week. I almost died. I had a, you know, crazy situation wow. happen. And I knew because I should have gone two by two. I should have gone in there, prayed up and really understanding what, what it was, but I was just an innocent, you know, Hollywood Christian. Like, I'm going to go pray over the Babylon court. You know, I'm not trying to discourage anybody. I mean, do it, but just be prayed up and, and understand the battlefield. Um, you know, there's the one time I had a dream and it was this massive demon. I mean, like so high. And, and I woke up and I was startled and the Lord said, that's the principality that you're battling in Hollywood, you know? Oh. And, and so I realized that this was definitely a spiritual battle you know, you, you, you got to make sure that you're operating in holiness and purity and righteousness. Yes. Uh, you know, you're being set apart. You're, you're coming out from among them. If you're going to go into Hollywood, just be prayed up. That's all I'm saying, you know, but there's a, there's a real battle going on there. Yeah. That is, oh my gosh, so good. And so true. L let's do this. Let's take a quick uh, break. And then I want to come back and talk a little bit more about that because they're, I've seen a lot about that, heard a lot, you know, we've talked about it on some of the other shows about, kind of how do we how do we turn what's there and and create something new really we've got to be absolutely removed we cannot be connected with the system that's in place at all so hang tight everybody we will be right back government induced inflation taxes rising interest rates political instability all of these can have a crushing effect on our investments often causing the stock market to go down but they can also cause gold and silver to go up. Hi, this is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Buy gold, buy silver, buy now, but buyer beware. Precious metals companies are not created equal. As a PhD economist, I have been in the financial, economic, and precious metals business for three decades. The philosophy of my firm is people over profit. 
I encourage you to read my bio to learn more about me at kirkelliotphd.com. Now is the time to own physical medals in an IRA, 401k, and outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets any longer. Call 720-605-3900 or visit kirkelliotphd.com. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking about Hollywood, and we're talking about just the background and the the strongholds that are present there. Um, I, I guess I, I hate to say I love this conversation and these types of things. I don't love highlighting Satan and right. focusing on that. We're not going to stay there. But there's still so many people who just don't get it. Yeah. And they they still, you know, like Disney's a big one. I mean, we yeah. I did a gosh, probably three or four episodes just on Disney. Um, I grew up at Disney. I, we went there. I auditioned for Disney as a 13 year old. It was where I wanted to work. It was I wanted to be a Disney princess. I just I loved everything Disney. And as I started to really see and learn what Disney was about and the roots of it and the roots of really Walt Disney and the Mace Freemasons and just so much that was so evil um, in the foundation of that organization. Uh, it really changed my view. And there are still so many people who don't get it, who, you know, Christians, I get it. I understand if someone's not saved, you know, that's one thing, but someone who's saved, we've got to be aware of this. Um, and I remember last time you talked about even like the whole idea of the casting couch, right? Yeah. Yeah. People don't believe that that's true. I mean, they really, they think that's a conspiracy, but I mean, you've seen that, right? Yeah. Well, that's the, the, the crazy thing about that is, is, I mean, first of all, you got Harvey Weinstein that came out and I know they're trying to acquit him now in an appeal, which doesn't surprise me at all, you know, but uh, the bottom line is we know that happened. Uh, you know, you got the Nexium, uh, you know, cult that was going on in Hollywood. I mean, there, there's been a lot of stuff that's come out. So, uh, you know, for those people that are only seeing is believing, I mean, there's plenty of uh, cases that we can refer to that have been through the mainstream corporate media that have you know shown that this is happening, you know, but regardless, it's happening a lot more. Uh, there's so many people out there that are victims that just don't want to come forward because they don't want to ruin their career. Uh, they don't want to be blacklisted from Hollywood. They don't want the media attention around it. And so they just kind of bury it or don't talk about it. But this has been happening for so many years. I mean, this goes back to the days of Marilyn Monroe. And I mean, you know, even earlier, I mean, you know, this has been happening for so, so many years. And it's, it's really the dark part of the culture. Uh, but you got to kind of play by the game and play by the rules and kiss the ring, if you will. Um, yeah. You know, for the most part, unless you're somebody that, like you said, is going around the Hollywood system, which thank God in the, in the Christian film industry, and we're seeing, uh, you know, now there is a separation and people are coming outside of the system. I mean, even the, a lot of the production companies that are going outside of Hollywood now and filming all around the country. So something is shifting. Uh, but for, for the legacy and even still for the main part of Hollywood, I mean, every big actor or actress that you see has kissed the ring, you know, for lack of a better word. They've, they've been out there and done their due diligence to get to where they are. Yeah. Um, you know, if they try to step out of line, you know, we've seen this with a couple of these people over the years, you know, and they say just a couple of things, you see how it affects their career. Yeah. You see what happens to them. Uh, look at Dave Chappelle or some of these guys that have come out, uh, you know, and, and all of a sudden it's like everything shifts for their whole career, you know? So yeah. uh, if you're a conservative, even, even Gina, I mean, even you think of Gina, was it Corella? The, the yeah. she was the Disney, oh, I mean, huge star and yeah. overnight. They, they want nothing to do with her. You know, it's just amazing. What do you think from a spiritual perspective? I just want to hear your take on why that is. 
Well, it's because this thing is really, uh, I had a revelation recently. I'll share this with you, you know, and, and basically, you know, I was at a a college and I was teaching there at a college, you know, to a bunch of young people that are going to be in the ministry. And it just came up. The Holy Spirit prompted me that they were dealing with doubt. And Mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, we called out doubt and and all of a sudden, like half the group came up and that became the altar call service. Uh And so a lot of what's happening in the Christian world is, is that we don't want to understand the reality of what we're facing. So the biggest thing that the devil ever did to trick everybody is that he just tried to tell everybody he doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? But to the Christians, even the Christians, how many people are probably big? I know this for a fact, Tanya. I've seen this. I've been in the big rooms, in the green rooms. A lot of the biggest names in Christianity aren't even prayer warriors. I hate to say it. They don't even have a big prayer life. So if you're not being led of the spirit and having the unction of the spirit and having the discernment, and you're not inquiring of the Holy Spirit about these things, you're not going to have that understanding, you know? So this is what's happening. So uh, the first thing that we have to understand is this is the reality. This is the situation. Christianity, the God of heaven and earth, a battle of light versus darkness. You know, it's all spiritual. It's not political. That's what's going on. So once we understand the reality, it's a battle for souls. It's a battle for truth. It's, you know, the battle is not against flesh and blood. Like I said, it's strongholds, it's principalities. We know the weapons of our warfare. So once we understand that's the reality, then you look at it with that set of eyes and you say, okay, let's look at Hollywood, you know, the most influential institution in the world. Let's just be real. Okay. I mean, right there with the church, it's like literally the church is on the side of good and Hollywood's on the side of bad. I mean, it's like the prophets of Baal, right? That are at Mount Carmel. You know, that's literally what we're talking about here. So you understand it from that perspective, from a spiritual dynamic. And you say, wait a minute. So Hollywood is basically the messenger of the deep state, of the Babylon system, of darkness, of of all the things evil and dark that you could think of. So no wonder if you want to be thriving in that world, you have to kiss the ring, for lack of a better word. You got to bow down because they're they're not going to let a child of light who's, you know, led by the spirit and, and separated and set apart and walking in holiness. That person is not going to excel in that environment other than if the Lord somehow anoints them to do so, which, you know, I'm not saying it's not possible. We've probably seen it a couple of times, but for the most part, these people have sold their souls. And so that's the way it is. It's a Babylon system. They're, they're in there, even though the movie may be good, there's usually, especially now hidden messaging, social conditioning. Uh, You know, now you got China even that's impacting a lot of the movie productions and their, their narrative and everything. I mean, this thing is so corrupt and there's so much, you know, and so for me and my family, like when we go to see a movie, which we don't really watch that many these days, you know, if it's not a Christian film, like I said, it's rare, but we'll instantly pick up, oh, look what they're trying to do. They're trying to convince us this, or they're trying to convince us that, or it's the same narrative that's in the mainstream corporate media. It's the same narrative that, that these celebrities are talking about off camera. It's the same narrative that the woke corporations are pushing. It's all lockstep. You know, and, and the corrupt government people. It's uh, so that's what we have to understand is it's it's the Babylon system. It's their mouthpiece. It's one of their tentacles. It's a very powerful one, and it's got a lot of people deceived. Yeah, that's so good. Oh my gosh, how do you think? What do you foresee is coming? We know that there are alternate. I mean, we know there are all these Christian production companies and we know that there is stuff coming out. There's content. I mean, my goodness, I I was just in a a really cute film that I just did with Dr. Mark and his team out in Tulsa. That'll come out in December. What else though? Do you, do you foresee that we will as believers kind of be able to um, 
occupy Hollywood for better words and really be the heads over it? Or do you think the whole thing is going to have to come down and an alternate option is going to come up? I think it's a little bit of both, you know, I mean, for years we've been talking about Hollywood, you know, like Hollywood and there's been intercessors. There's a house of prayer in Hollywood that I know the people very well. I mean, there's, there's all different types of things that are going on. People are on the sets that are strategically placed. People are getting saved. There's, I I've heard these stories for years. And so don't lose hope. There's people that have been called to Hollywood that have an anointing to go into that area and, and on those sets and in those movies. And there's, you know, uh, undercover believers that are writing the script. So there's things that are happening. And so that's the good news. But I think that what God is doing in this season, this is a big shaking that's happening. It's happening in the church. It's happening in the nation. It's happening. We could not continue on going on the way we were for the last 30 years. There was a lot of apathy, complacency within the body of Christ. Uh, We kind of stayed within the four walls, you know, People stopped mentoring and making disciples for the most part. It wasn't a big, you know, so what's happening right now is there's a shift and God is is really getting his bride ready. And so as this is happening and we're seeing a revival starting to happen. And I mean, I know you've seen this, Daniel, where, you know, all over the country, people are getting baptized and just amazing things are happening, you know, so have hope. But here's the big thing that I think is the key takeaway. What we have to understand as the church is we can't be living in this Babylon system anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. We, we've been trying to you know, operate on their social media platforms and then they censor us. You know, we've been trying to operate in Hollywood and like, oh, it's all good. We have to have alternative ecosystems and this includes Hollywood. And so what I see happening is there's people that are either getting saved that have, you know, prominence or uh, the type of fortitude and, and the financial backing to come out from among them and create their own films. I mean, you know, even Top Gun, like Top Gun was actually the first kind of quality film in a while, you know, like yes. l- look how good it did because it didn't have some crazy demonic messaging, you know, at least not yep. that I can see. So, you know, if they would just produce good content, family content, you know, some of the things that used to come back in the day, you know, Hollywood would see a resurgence. I, that's what I think is going to happen is that these people are breaking out of that system and they're going to develop it. And ultimately it's almost like capitalism. You know, people are going to go, towards what they want to see. And yeah. that's what I think is. And so if we just stop supporting the demonic stuff and we don't view it and we don't support it with our dollars and, and we just literally come out from their system, they're going to have no choice but to make that type of content or these new emerging Christian film companies are going to take over literally, you know? So that's yeah. kind of what I see. It's a disruption right now. And this is a, a real moment of truth. And you know, I, I think people are looking and they're saying we need to restore the foundations in our nation. We got to go back to biblical morality, common sense. Uh, you know what the founders had intended, and I know they've tried to dirty up the whole message of the founders, but you know, for the most part, they were praying. You know, a lot of these people. I mean, look back to the Puritans, and you right. know what what America was kind of founded on was really trying to get out of the system of of you know Europe. You know, and that's and right. Out of, they were trying to get out of the Babylon system that they were seeing. I mean, it's the, <laughs> we're, we're literally sometimes I'm I'm like this is so comical because in so many ways we're actually right back to where we were when they came here and they founded this land and they did that with the intent of covenanting with God and removing themselves from the Babylon system that the crown had created ultimately that, you know, Britain and that whole thing was part of the Babylon system. And they went, no, we're getting out of there. And now here we are on the same soil, which is why it's so important for people to understand the Holy spirit and understand real intercession and, and where to be called, um, to really intercede and bring this ground back to what it was originally intended for. 
Exactly. Exactly. We've got to restore those foundations. We've got to come back to our first love, Jesus Christ. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He is the answer, you know? What would you say? Because I loved, I loved your, your little comment about how you went and you prayed over that Babylon court. <laughs> and that's a true thing that a lot of, you know, Ooh. some believers, they don't understand that. They don't understand that, that there is the repercussion because we are in, you know, we can't see with our natural eyes right. what's going on around us. If we could see with spiritual eyes, we would be shocked at the battling that is around us at all time amongst good and evil, the, the spirits and the principalities. But what would you suggest to somebody who's going, but I'm an intercessor and I want to pray because there, there is a need for that. But what are some tips and some things you would say to somebody on how to pray? How, if they do feel called even to go to Hollywood and pray um, to do it kind of the right way, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, this, these are some of the things that I kind of learned over the years. But like when you go into a territory, there's certain key uh, gatekeepers in that territory, right? There's people that are uh, already called there that have been on the land that have the spiritual understanding and the dynamic. And, you know, it's kind of like when you go to a gym, you got to work out. You know, you don't just get in there and start lifting the heavy weights. You know, it's, it's a gradual process. So when somebody's been on the land, they've been fighting the principality, they understand the spiritual dynamic. There's something very interesting when they welcome you in or you you go through the proper etiquette and you say, you know, I really feel caught of Hollywood. Will you pray? I mean, honestly, I was welcomed in, you know, in the in the, when I became a Christian by some of the gatekeepers. And I think that's one of the main reasons why I didn't get eaten up, you know, because uh, so that's one thing is there's a protocol that I believe that that's a spiritual order. And, and, and so that's one thing. Have intercessors go prayed up understand the spiritual dynamic, inquire of the Holy Spirit in your prayer time. You know, when you go in the secret place, it's not just us asking, but it's us inquiring. And so ask the Holy Spirit. He will give you literally, you know, play by play what you need to do. And there's going to be a lot of stuff that you're going to understand from that that you wouldn't otherwise know. You know, he really gives you the understanding of every single day what you got to do. How do you survive? I mean, there's things that I hear from the Holy Spirit that I'm like, I would have never thought of that in a million years i know totally. it's from the lord you know so don't we can't fear because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world the gates of hell will not prevail so he he calls us there's a greek word ekbalo which i often talk about it's to go out to cast out and to drive out and that's what we do when we go is we go we cast it's not just going and making disciples of all the nations we're literally going in casting out and driving out so when the, when we have the spiritual authority we're prayed up you know it's like that scripture i know peter i know paul but who are you if you're a peter and a paul you're prayed up the demons know your name you have authority in the supernatural because you live in a consecrated manner and you're walking in there with that spiritual authority then we are we are more powerful by the power of the holy spirit so we, we we're not going to be fearful we're going right. to go in there we're going to occupy we're going to take the territory but the key is, is that we understand the spiritual battle, that we're prayed up, we have intercessors, and we get it from that understanding. Because otherwise, we go in in the flesh, we're not going to make it. You know what I'm saying? Unless the yeah. Lord builds the house, right? So we've exactly. got to make sure it's his calling. We understand it spiritually. But if you do that, I believe you'll be set up for success. So good. So good. And I, I totally agree. I, You know, there's a lot of people that are called into that, but man, you can't take that lightly. You've got to be, you've got to have your, your, uh, your armor on properly, you know, and, and don't be, uh, like 
wearing the wrong person's armor or doing the wrong thing. You know, you've got to make sure that you're prepared. That's awesome. Can I ask you to just pray for everybody before we go? Because, you know, you have walked in this place. And so you've, because of that, you've got the, an anointing, you know, you've got that, that calling on you because you've been there, done that. Um, for people who are intercessors, people maybe who even feel like they're called to the industry as an actor or whatever it might be, or maybe somebody's going to see this who's in the industry and is going, man, yeah, I'm seeing this and I don't know what to do about it. So whatever, whatever the Lord leads you in. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jesus. I just, I really feel his presence in this interview. And I know it's because this is for a time as this, uh, there's people that are in the industry. I'm speaking to you right now. And I really feel like the Holy Spirit has been telling me that you've been feeling kind of isolated and alone. And I want you to know there are other believers in Hollywood. There are other believers that are called to this industry. And so you're not alone. And God, I, I really believe this is speaking to somebody right now. God has called you specifically. You've been asking and questioning, you, but you have the passion inside. And so don't question yourself and don't question God if he's called you. If he's called you, he's called you. And so I'm just going to pray in the name of Jesus, in the name of Yeshua, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we just thank you that people are answering this call. This is a mission field in Hollywood. Some are called to go there. Some are called to actually be in it, but not of it. Others are called to pray for it. And so we thank you for both those types of people, Lord God, and that we would not just be a vacuum. You know, this is what's happened for years where Christians have just pulled out of anything that's complicated. You know, the giants are too big. They're not too big. We got to be like Joshua and Caleb and go in there and say, but God is greater. Our God is greater. And we have the authority in Jesus name to take this territory. And so we're not going to allow it to take from our kids, rob our kids anymore, lie and, and this propaganda and this false narrative of Babylon. We just break it now in Jesus name. And we say, thank you that you're raising up a remnant for a time as this, that you're sending in the right people, Lord God. And I believe the SWAT team is coming. Come on, reinforcements are coming. And if you've been in Hollywood and you feel isolated, I believe people are going to start coming alongside of you. And we're going to see Hollywood go to Hollywood and a restoration of the Hollywood ranch that was literally a place of respite that they used to have boards in Hollywood that would approve the films that had Christian pastors and evangelists on them. This is what we want to see is, is a returning back to our roots and our and our morality here in the United States of a biblical understanding and that we would not allow this demonic wickedness to be pervasive in our society any longer. And so we're calling a spade a spade. We're calling it out in Jesus name. And we're saying, break these strongholds, pull them down in the name of Yeshua, pull them down. And so I just thank you that somebody right now is feeling that fire and Lord, you're literally calling them to be a fire starter in Hollywood and in the entertainment industry. And so we're not going to bow down. We're not going to cave. We're not going to capitulate. We're not going to be fearful, but we're going to go in there knowing that you are with us, the God of heaven and earth. And so we just thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, that that's that was necessary. I I feel it. I just feel like that's going to really minister to some people when they uh, watch this. So, thank you for that. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. I just honor. I love talking about all this stuff. It's Yeah. I can it never gets old, you know. And I, again, I just I believe that God is the God of creativity and so he wants us to occupy in all areas. This is one of the biggest influential areas of our society. That's and right. so we need to occupy it and we need to turn it around for God's no. glory. He gets all yeah. the glory with it. Come on. Uh, no, we do. I mean, you know, if you think about it, Jesus told stories in parables and that's Hollywood has the ability to tell the story. And so we want to redeem that story from darkness right. and bring it back into the light and life of Jesus Christ. Amen. 
So good. Thank you so much, Todd. So good to see you. God bless y'all. And if you want to um, find more out about Todd, we'll have his website linked, um, toddcoconato.com and also Remnant News. Oh, I don't have it in front of me. What is it? Remnant? Remnant.news. Super easy. Yep remnant.news and Todd is also on the reawaken America tour. So what the next one is coming up where I'm not going to be at that one, Idaho, right? Yeah. I think it's the Idaho border uh, right up there by Washington. And then after that, it's Pennsylvania. Yep. Yep. So join us at those. Uh, you it's, those are awesome. If you've never been to one, you've got to come because yeah. they're amazing. The, the revivals are breaking out at these events that started yeah. as kind of these medical and patriotic events. And now they've turned into basically a revival. It's pretty yeah. awesome. So yeah. You can go on uh, time to freeamerica.com and get tickets and find out when the next tour stops are and where they are and whether they're coming to a town near you. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us. And we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. Hi, y'all. I wanted to come on here quickly and show you some more information about the Holy Hydrogen company and machine. Y'all have seen some of our shows, the Holy Hydrogen show with Hydrogen Greg. This machine can cure over 170 diseases. It can change your chemistry. It can stop cancers from growing. It can help remove cancer. Now, I'm not making medical claims here. I'm just talking about the science and I want to share this with you. So take a look at this. This is a, the simple machine, the Holy Hydrogen Lourdes Hydrofix Premium. Right now, you can get $100 off this machine using our promo code B4A. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Go to their website, holyhydrogen.com, check out this product, use our code, and start getting healthy today. You guys, you're going to be so grateful that you did, and I promise you, you're going to have some amazing results. So go there right now, holyhydrogen.com, use promo code B4A, get yourself one of these machines, and start your way on absolute amazing health. See you soon. Bye, everyone y'all i just want to come to you for a quick moment and share with you my new most favorite collagen available this is a special marine collagen it tastes like grape juice it is delicious and you will see an unbelievable change in your skin and in your hair after only a few treatments i'm going to share with you more information hang tight and go to our personal website to get some of this collagen right now look at that little bottle of amazing Technically, that's not its name. Its real name is Isogenics Collagen Elixir. And inside that tiny little bottle of amazing is crammed so much goodness. It's hard to know where to start. So we'll start with you, or her, or him, or any of them. Inside each of us is a protein called collagen. Collagen is the most abundant protein our body produces. But as you get older, your body produces less collagen, which contributes to wrinkles and saggy skin. All of us at Isogenics believe you deserve healthy skin. That's why we had to find a better way to give you the collagen your body needs. And in pursuit of this better, we looked at all kinds of collagen. And it turns out marine collagen is a close match to human collagen. So we dove in and got to work. We figured out how to source our marine collagen in an environmentally conscious way. Studies show marine collagen is made up of the same types of collagen found in our skin. So the collagen peptides in our elixir are efficiently absorbed so they work from the inside out. Next, we looked at packaging. And what makes that little bottle even more amazing is it's made of 100% recyclable glass, which is not only better for the environment, but also allows our elixir to be sealed to prevent unwanted oxidation. Now, if you add a premium tiny glass bottle of delicious Isogenics Collagen Elixir to your Isogenics routine, you'd get a boost of five grams of marine collagen in every bottle. 
You'd also get key amino acids to support your body's collagen production, combined with vitamin C, zinc, biotin, and superfruit ingredients like goji, aloe vera, and acerola berry. And imagine unleashing all those essential vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants to your body every single day, all with no fishy aftertaste. You'd be positively glowing with healthy and nourished skin, real well-being from the inside out. People will ask you, what's your secret? Then you can show them our little bottle of amazing, but please remind them that's not technically its name. For more great content, go to beautyforashes.tv.